Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. If you did not listen to yesterday's podcast, I highly, highly, highly recommend going back to listening to it. Uh, Of course, I recommend all of the podcasts. (laughs) But yesterday's gives us a little bit of more setting for today. Yesterday, we talked about how Jesus um, is the gate between um, the sheep and the rest of the world. But what it really meant was that Jesus is the entrance, the gateway between us and everlasting life with God the Father. So today we are in the same chapter, John chapter 10. And while yesterday we were looking at verses 7 through 9, today we're looking at verses 14 through 15. And if you have not been with us all week, then this week we are going through the I am statements of Jesus. We'll be doing some of them next week as well because there are seven of them. And I know you might be thinking it's Advent, it's almost Christmas, it's December, why aren't we doing the Christmas story? And the short answer is that God told me to do this. (laughs) But also, (laughs) but also the Christmas story is this. And all of, all of the Bible is the Christmas story because all of the Bible, the Old Testament points to the coming of Jesus and the New Testament is all about the coming of Jesus and then following Jesus and living for Jesus and helping others to know and love Jesus. So let's look at John chapter 10 verses 14 and 15. Jesus is still talking to them, explaining the parable of the sheep that he told. And he says, I am the good shepherd as the father knows me and I know the father in the same way I know my sheep and they know me and I'm willing to die for them. When we look at all that Jesus is saying, and he's saying a lot here, a lot. He starts out by talking about how he is the gate for the sheep. Um, And that's what we talked about on yesterday. And then in verse 10, he says, the thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come in order that you might have life, life in all its fullness. And it's on the heels of that, that he says, I am the good shepherd who is willing to die for the sheep. When the hired man who is not a shepherd and does not own the sheep sees a wolf coming, he leaves the sheep and runs away. So the wolf snatches the sheep and scatters them. The hired man runs away because he is only a hired man and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, as the Father knows me and I know the Father in the same way I know my sheep and they know me and I am willing to die for them. So when we think about how Jesus is a good shepherd... I want to make sure that we're mindful of the fact that there are all these other people and all these other religions and they're going to try to tell you that they can get you whatever it is that you want. But the reality is that they represent the thief. They represent the thief who comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. And we know that that's Satan because he is trying to distract us from Jesus and distract us from everlasting life. And so when we look at what Jesus says about being the good shepherd, he's willing to die for the sheep. And I love how he contrasts that with a hired person um, who, who's not a shepherd, who doesn't own the sheep, who doesn't, who doesn't care about them the same way. And so before we talk more about the context of this and how we can apply it to our holiest happiness lives and to help others, I wanna pause and reflect. Knowing that Jesus is the good shepherd, that he desires not only to care for us and protect us and heal us, but also that he's willing even to die for us. How is that different than any other relationship that you have or any other understanding of relationship that you have? And we'll be right back. When I think about the difference between Jesus and like literally anything 
else, whether it's a thing or a person or a situation or a theology, I think about how rarely do you ever find someone or something that's willing to sacrifice for you at the level that Jesus is willing to sacrifice. And usually that's not how the world works. (laughs) I mean, there are stories out there where people who really cared about people others that they really sacrifice their lives to help others and we know of course we have heroes in our um, armed service members and in our first responders and firefighters and police and all of those people that are willing to sacrifice Um, but I'm thinking about just in our everyday daily lives that Jesus is the only one in our lives in existence in the history of the world who was willing to truly sacrifice and suffer so that for all eternity the rest of us would have everlasting life with God and that to me is just I don't know I mean I'm struggling to find the words to express it because it's so overwhelmingly amazing to me that I I I just struggle with articulating how I feel about it because I'm just so Like, I just want to curl up in a ball and cry and just praise God and worship him and just tell him how grateful I am for Jesus and for the love that God has for us, that he would send Jesus and for the love that Jesus has for us, that he would willingly come and that he would be our good shepherd. And when I think about the imagery that he is the good shepherd who's willing to die for the sheep and when he sees the wolf coming, he's not going to leave the sheep and run away. He's going to be right there protecting the sheep and laying down his life for the sheep. And as one of the sheep, I am ever so grateful to know that that's who Jesus is for me. And so as we live our holiest, hotness lives, not only can we be encouraged that Jesus' love for us is unconditional and, and never ending, but also that we can live our holiest, hotness lives in the strength and the comfort and the power and the joy of knowing that while others might not understand who this Jesus is, even if we do everything in our power to explain him, we can continue to pray and we know that Jesus can do anything but fail. And so we, well, he can't sin. So I guess there's something Jesus can't do, but you know what I mean. (laughs) So as we trust in God, as we follow God through these difficult, dark times that we live in with the horror that's on the news. It feels like every single day there's something tragic that happens that just breaks your heart. We don't have to get discouraged because we can truly trust in Jesus, that he is our good shepherd and that we know his voice because we belong to him and that he desires to protect us from the wolf, to protect us from the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So we don't have to live in a spirit of fear, but we can live in a spirit of power because we know where our help comes from and we know the one who is providing a hedge of protection around us. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, thank you that you are all that we could ever need and more, that you are our good shepherd, that you desire to bless us and to protect us, Lord. Help us to 
truly please you, Lord God. Not because we need to please you to earn anything, but because we want to show our gratitude towards you. As we live our holiest, hotmest lives, let us be mindful to look for opportunities to be a blessing to others as you have abundantly blessed us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray that this was a blessing for you. I pray that you would like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest, hot mess life. God bless. Thank you.